Welcome to the Not Your Mother's Health Class podcast. My name is Emma and I'm your host, certified personal trainer, health and nutrition coach, here to teach you the truth about getting healthy inside and out, head to toe. We work to grow the mind first in order to give the body freedom to follow. We are starting today's episode with a power question. Do you ever feel like you take on somebody else's reality of themselves or reality of you and internalize that as your own beliefs about yourself? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Not Your Mother's Health Class Podcast. I hope you guys are having a wonderful, wonderful week. I am super excited to be on this episode today. This is a totally impromptu episode, which tends to be my best episodes, in my opinion. I don't know, maybe different for you guys, but I like just hopping on here when I'm feeling inspired and ready to talk about something and share some good stuff with you guys. So today, excuse my voice if it's a little funky, I have been crying for a couple of hours. I just left my therapy session. I go see a therapist every other week, um, sometimes every week if I'm having in a rough couple of weeks. Totally normal, you guys. If you have been nervous or scared to go see a professional to get help, whether that's from a coach, whether that's from a therapist, from a psychiatrist, from a doctor, whatever that might be, getting help is totally good and it is awesome and it is completely acceptable. I would consider myself a fairly stable person, have not always been, but at this point in my life I am. And even I still go to therapy every other week and I cry in my sessions because stuff comes up, my history comes up. And something that came up in my session today was exactly what I wanted to talk to you guys about. And that is letting other people's reality become your own. And so this is a little bit of something that isn't quite related to health, but is definitely related to mental health and can have an impact on our physical health. And so this comes into play as something that happened in your past, something that you're being told currently, something that you've been told about yourself or Maybe something that you're helping somebody else get through. So we're going to kind of walk through some different parts and some different aspects of this kind of situation and then how you guys can learn to live your own reality because that is your own life. Um, So the first one that I want to talk about is using your past, your past reality, your past experiences as the reality of your current situation. And so this happens a ton with people who are trying to lose weight. This also happens a ton for people. This is something that I've struggled with, people who have struggled in the past with disordered eating, with eating disorders, with body dysmorphia, all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to speak from my own truth here and my own stories because that is what I know best. That's what I can share with you guys best. So when I was in college um, just a couple years ago, I was struggling with disordered eating and body dysmorphia and obsessive exercise, using food as a tool of self-harm, all that kind of fun stuff. So this is something that I created my reality to look like um, because I was dealing with a lot of other mental health issues. So right now in my own therapy work, in my own self-help work, I am working on getting to the root of a lot of these causes and seeing and thinking and actually learning about what is going on and what was going on back then, what actually kind of triggered me to start those kind of habits, all that kind of stuff. And so I had things going on in my own life. A lot of it had to do with my social my social situation, uh, my lack of having friendships, my lack of having social connection, of having just deep connection with people in general. I was dealing with relationship problems. I was dealing with, um, like I said, tons of social anxiety. I was in a new situation. I didn't feel like I had a lot of control over my environment. So at that point, I used those experiences I was having to create the reality that I had. And I had this reality that... If I restricted my eating habits, if I 
um, you know, told myself that I needed to work out four hours a day to be worthy of whatever, that my problems were going to go away. And so I created this reality for myself. And so one of the things that I work on with people is kind of debunking that reality and, you know, checking that off your list and telling yourself that you're more than that reality, but you're actually the truth of who you are. Um, so what I want to get to with this is that since then I have moved past all of that. I no longer use food. I no longer use exercise as my tools for things to control things in my life that I can't control or to, um, you know, cope with issues that I'm having. I have other coping mechanisms that I can use. I have other tools in my toolbox that I can turn to instead of self-harm to deal with things that come up. But something that happened just today was I had something come up. It was a situation and all of a sudden it triggered all of these emotions that I used to have and it triggered my reality from when I was dealing with all these problems and no I did not turn to self-harm I did not turn to you know controlling my eating I was able to kind of walk myself out of this situation but what happened was that this past reality of mine took form in myself now and all of a sudden I had these thoughts coming up again I didn't act on them because I know better now and I've learned and I've, I've practiced to be able to not use those as my, you know, base source of why I start spiraling out of control, but those thoughts came back. So I had something that triggered my past reality and all of a sudden these thoughts of self-doubt came in, these thoughts of fear, these thoughts of I'm not worthy, I'm not capable, I'm not able, all came to fruition and in kind of response of my body resorting back to that reality that I had created for myself back when I was dealing with disordered eating, when I was dealing with body dysmorphia with over-exercising, my, my mind turned back to that reality. And so the important thing that I want to share with you guys today and in this episode is being able to kind of turn away from that reality and knowing that that's not your reality anymore. And so just to give you guys a couple other ways that this can happen, this can also happen with somebody else. So say you're talking to a friend and they're currently going through something that you've gone through in your past and that you've gone through in your, you know, history. So maybe it can be something that your friend is desperately trying to lose weight and she's getting frustrated, she's getting unmotivated, and maybe maybe in the last couple of years you've lost 100 pounds. And you you're listening to your friend tell you how she's just discouraged and she can never do this and it's not worth it and she's just she's failing and she can't and all of a sudden that triggers thoughts in your mind to go oh my God, well, I can't do this. What am I even doing? Who am I to say that I can lose weight? Who am I to, you know, have lost all this weight? Maybe it's not even true. Maybe the scale is lying to me. You know, all these thoughts come up because maybe back a couple of years ago before you got the courage, you got the, the oomph to go, you know, you found your reasons why you were going to push through and you made these huge accomplishments. You had a point in your life where you were experiencing self-doubt. You were experiencing lack of motivation, lack of reasoning, um, all of those things. And so when your friend talks to you about it, it all of a sudden triggers those same emotions. And those emotions can obviously lead to action where then you're going to stop trying. You're going to tell yourself that you aren't worthy of losing this weight, so you're not going to be able to. And again, this is the same thing with disordered eating. So even though I'm somebody who, again, has overcome my relationship with food, my negative relationship with food, has overcome my disordered eating, I... Still, when I hear people talk about their own disordered eating and their own difficulties that they're having, it like literally pains my heart 
And it starts to bring up my own thoughts and my own processes. And it's this really, really amazing phenomenon that's able to happen. And so I was talking to my therapist about this today. And so there's a term for it called cross-transference. And I guess it's something that a lot of therapists deal with and something that they all learn to deal with. And so I thought, you know, why am I the only one to know this fact? This is something that people should know is a thing um, and should really know that it's something that you should be aware of and take note of if you think it's happening. And also something that you can push past. So we're going to continue to use this idea of disordered eating because, again, that's what I know. That's what I teach on. That's what I teach other women to do. So I want this to be helpful to anybody who might be dealing with this. So this can be applicable if you are currently dealing with disordered eating, if you are in the process of healing, if you have healed in the past. um, This can all be applicable. And so if you have noticed at any point recently or you notice that it comes up a lot that, you know, maybe you are scrolling through. Instagram, you know, this is a whole idea of things being triggered. So knowing your triggers is the first part of this. Um, And so maybe it's you scrolling through Instagram and seeing pictures of all these super fit girls who look better than you do. Um, And that reminds you of in your past when you used to scroll through all those pictures, why you were restricting your eating and telling yourself that you're not good enough. It brings up these thoughts. Um, So understanding your triggers or trigger could be talking to a friend and having them tell you about their current experiences, their current struggles. That trigger could be you at the gym doing a certain exercise that you haven't done in you know months or years. And maybe this was an exercise or a form of cardio or something that you were abusing in the past um, to cope with your disordered, disordered habits. And so whatever that trigger is, it's super important to acknowledge it and to realize that and it's not always going to be obvious but if you ever start to kind of get into those head spirals of you know why am I doing this you know I hate myself I should never have even tried to heal I should never even try to recover you know I'm not worthy of this I can't do it blah 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 pause yourself for just a second and try to think, you know, what set me off in this spiral? I've been doing really good. You know, I know for a lot of people who are in eating disorder recovery, addiction recovery, you know, whatever it might be, relapse is a, is a real thing. And a lot of times that comes from something that triggers you to relapse. And so even when we're dealing with mental health and we're dealing with physical health, Obviously, you know, a relapse isn't as detrimental as somebody who is in a, you know, recovery program or something like that. But even just like what I had today, these thoughts that crept in of self-doubt, of self-hate, of, of you know, you're not worthy, you're not able, even that in my mind was a little mini relapse. And so to understand what triggers those relapses is huge in your ability to accept them and then be able to move on. Um, and then the second part of this is being okay with it. And so, you know, understanding that it's okay to experience that relapse. It's okay to, under, you know, to experience those feelings and to be frustrated and to, you know, feel like you can't. But then remind yourself that that's not your current reality. If you're in a recovery program, if you are working on weight loss right now, if you are going to the gym, if you are focusing on your health, you know, those are things that you are doing that are so fantastic and that are pushing you so in the right direction. And every day isn't perfect. And remind yourself that your reality is not your past situation, is not what your friend's experiencing, is not what your mom's experiencing, what your neighbor's experiencing, what the girl down the hall is experiencing. Your reality is your reality. And so if you fit, if you literally need to write it down, I literally have 50 whiteboards in my office and I have post-it notes next to me always. 
So, you know, take a writing device, write it down on your phone and write down some things about your current reality. So I know for me, my current reality is that, you know, I am so passionate about what I do and I use all of my past experiences, not only to better myself, but to heal other people. Like that is what I do. And I also know that part of my reality right now is that I care for and love my body the best way that I can. That's a huge reality for me that didn't used to be a reality. I mean, I used to treat my body like shit. I used to drink. I used to do, you know, I would use drugs. I would, um, you know, abuse it in the gym. I wouldn't eat. I would, all these things. Like, and so now to be at a point where I truly treat my body with love and compassion, that's huge. And that's definitely something that if something, if, you know, I now know my triggers for those kind of thoughts, And I've been able to manage those. But that's a thing. So physically write down some points about what your reality is right now. And again, this can be as simple as, you know, I'm a student who gets good grades. That's a part of your reality. You have a great job that pays well. Or you have a significant other who you love. That's all a part of your reality. And your past reality, your friend's reality is not your own. So the last part of this that I also want to touch on is the reality that can often be created by people in our younger life. So the biggest example of this is if when you were a little kid, your mom maybe told you that you were chubby and you know needed to lose some weight, or maybe you got made fun of for being large. Um, maybe you got told you were the chubby kid, or that you you know needed to wear a different dress. You know, kids are brutal. Parents can sometimes say things that they don't necessarily mean or they don't realize the effects of. Um, But this is a reality that can also be created for us that we often aren't even conscious of. And so this can be something, like I said, that somebody told you that you don't even really remember being told, but it's just kind of like a fact that you know about yourself. So, you know, maybe when you were little, your mom was always like, oh my God, you know, you'd just be so cute if like your your legs were a little bit slimmer. You didn't have that, that tummy. You know, I'm sure we can all relate to at some point in our lives having a grandparent or a parent tell us something like this and when we're little that can become a part of our reality and that reality as with the rest of these can stick with us through our entire lives and so if you are somebody now who goes oh well you know I would just get that date if I could just lose this damn belly fat or you know well if I if I was thinner and had longer legs then maybe maybe then I'd be more successful in my career and that is a reality that was crafted for you not even by you. So this is also a super important one to be able to take and say, you know what? That was a reality that my mom created for me or that my dad created for me and and that's not my reality. And my reality is that I am worthy of love regardless of what my stomach looks like and if I have short legs or long legs, I can still be a successful in my job and I can still be a successful businesswoman or whatever it might be for you. But that's a really important one to realize that these aren't even necessarily realities that we created for ourselves, but also can 100% be realities that somebody else created for us. And so the way that I want to close on this is I kind of talked about understanding those triggers, telling yourself, you know, identifying those triggers so that you can not necessarily avoid them, but be able to address them properly. So for example, if your trigger was, um, like we talked about scrolling through Instagram, you know, you know that that's a trigger for you and that that could easily trigger feelings of self-doubt and feelings of not being worthy and not being capable, you know, maybe limit it and maybe put a timer on your phone that after you've been on there for five minutes, you're done. Or if maybe you get a little out of hand and you start having those thoughts, pause yourself, pull up a piece of paper, pull up a post-it note and say, you know, what is my reality right now? 
What am I doing right now that isn't that past person? What do I do right now that I wouldn't have done then because I didn't think that I was capable of doing it then, but I'm proving to myself right now that I'm capable of doing that because I'm literally doing it right now. So something, exactly the example I said, I like repeating myself so you guys can hopefully get the point, but you know, like I said, treating my body with compassion and love. That was something that even a year ago, I didn't think I was capable of. I didn't think I was able to. My reality then was that I was not able or allowed to treat my body with love and respect. But that is a part of my reality now. And so to remind yourself of what your reality is right now is so powerful. So I want you guys to just take from this exactly how I started this with that question, that you are not the reality of the people around you, your environment, your current situation. Um, And also, if you guys are currently dealing, sorry, I like tried to end this podcast like three times, but we're just going to keep talking. If you're currently in disordered eating habits, if you're currently struggling with feelings of self-doubt, of not being able, of not being capable, of not being worthy, all that kind of stuff, if you're feeling those feelings right now, that's okay. But I want you to then define what would your reality be if those feelings were not in place. And I know that that's a really, really hard thought to make. And I know for a lot of people, they're like, this lady's freaking crazy. Like, I couldn't write that if I wanted to. But try. Again, pull out that piece of paper. Imagine something. What would your reality be if you gave two shits about what you ate? Write it down. What would your reality be if you didn't go to the gym every single day? And a lot of times what will come up with this is one, your fears will come up. So say, you know, what would my reality be if I didn't work out every day? Well, I'm going to gain 100 pounds. That's a fear. And that's a fear that can also be said fuck off to. Because no, if you don't, you know, if you stop working out together, completely let yourself go, I mean, I guess it's a possibility. But if you lowered your working out to maybe three days a week and you started eating a little bit more, you're not going to gain 100 pounds. And you know that, right? So a lot of times we can identify those fears. And fears is a whole other episode that we will do. But I just want you guys to realize that even if you are in that current reality, looking forward to seeing what your real reality is and just knowing that you are more than whatever current situation you're in, whatever current thing is you're struggling with or is making you feel less than, you are more than that and you are capable of more than that, but you're also worthy than more of that. And so if you are currently having those feelings, just taking that minute to try and write things down and look to the future. And a lot of times this can be really nice. And especially for those of us with anxiety and with, um, you know, overthinking brain to be able to write out something happy and exciting, you know, what, what would be your reality if you weren't so stressed about what you ate all the time? Well, maybe you could be really comfortable to finally go out on that date that that guy keeps asking you on, but you won't go because you know he's going to take you to a restaurant that you don't want to eat at. Maybe that's your reality. And that's a cool thing to look at and be able to go, oh, well, if that's my reality, what the fuck am I doing now, right? So just remember, you guys are so much more than whatever that reality is. And if you are currently taking on the emotions or the feelings or the reality of somebody else or of your past, Know that it's okay to move on and that it's okay to not do that. And I know the last thing, and this is what I will actually leave it on. So I'm sure a lot of you guys are as well. This is my one of my truths, that I am a person who takes on other people's emotions. That is a beautiful, beautiful talent that I have. However, it is also something, it is one of my Achilles heels because 
it's something that can also hurt me. And it's something that happens a lot with this reality cross-transference thing is that I take on other people's pain. And so when somebody else is explaining their pains, being it with disordered eating or um, struggling with motivation or with feeling like they're worth it or they're anything, I wind up kind of internalizing those feelings. And while from a perspective of my work, it's amazing because it makes me caring. It makes me take a deep personal interest in each one of my clients. But it also, I've started to learn that that can take an emotional toll on myself. And so it's something that I'm currently working on is defining my own reality and understanding that the people I work with and my clients' realities, that's my past reality, but that's not my current reality. And I don't need to feel physical sadness and physical, you know, pain because I feel so deeply what they're going through. Because if I feel so deeply what they're going through, then I'm not going to be the best person to help them. Whereas what I do with my clients and, and what I'm working to be better at is to, you know, show them my current reality and help guide them there. Help guide them to their own version of my current reality, right? Because none of us are the same. We all have our own version of reality. We all have our own process, our own, um, you know, path to our goal and to that, that place that we want to be. But to be able to show somebody, you have to be living your own reality. And so whether you are an entrepreneur, if you are a teacher, if you are just in whatever job it is or your school life, whatever it might be, your social life even, you know, show people that true reality of yourself. And with that, it helps to guide other people to their own version of their reality. But we kind of, it's so easy to get stuck in our heads and in the reality that is easy, which is usually the victim reality, is the victim mindset, the I feel so bad for myself, I don't want to change, it's easier not to change kind of mindset. But realizing that that's not your true reality and the reality that's meant to be for your life is so freaking powerful for your ability to change. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and close out this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode again a little bit not so normal not along my normal plans of like talking about nutrition and fitness and all that kind of stuff but this is a really important thing for whatever journey you are currently going through to learn to really create that reality that you want we have so much freaking control over our lives and over what we want to do and what we want to accomplish in our life that it is not necessary to live in a past reality or live in somebody else's reality but we also if you are currently in a reality that you don't like and girl, change it. You have the power to. You really, really do. And if you don't feel like you can do that on your own, as always, as I say in every single one of my episodes, my email address is always in the show notes below as well as my link to Instagram. You can always DM me, shoot me an email. My inboxes are always open just to chat. I also am always have a continuous calendar of available openings for a free 30-minute coaching call that we can hop on the phone and talk about whatever the heck you want to talk about. So if you just want to talk about like how you can start shaping your own reality, girl go pick a time schedule an appointment swear to goodness gracious it's free I'm not gonna like make you pay a thousand dollars after we talk um anything like that all right so just for us to talk for us to talk things out and figure stuff out so with that I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of your day remember your current reality and if you need some help getting there remember if nothing else that you are 100% worthy of being the best version of yourself of loving yourself and treating your body and self with respect always so I love you guys and I will talk to you guys in the next episode bye 
If you guys enjoyed today's episode, I know for a fact that you will love many, many of our other episodes as well. So do us a favor and go ahead and head up above and click the subscribe button so you can get notifications every time a new episode is uploaded. And while you're at it, if you are feeling generous today, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would head below and leave us a rating and a quick review about why you enjoy listening to this show. Thank you so much for your guys' support.